everybody, this is Lindsay Monroe. I am walking across the country from South Carolina to hopefully San Francisco. So I hope you uh, listen in and enjoy the trip. Oh, Lindsay's got a plan to walk from sea to shining sea and meet the many people who make up this country. So turn in every week to hear her stories along the way as Lindsay walks across the USA. Hi, welcome to Lindsay Walks, the podcast where my stepsister Lindsay is going to talk about walking across the country, which she's going to start doing at the end of October. You can also find photos and other things that she writes and posts along the way on the website lindsaywalks.com. So check that out. In today's episode, Lindsay's talking to another family member, my father, Dick. Enjoy. I don't know. I feel like you had He's kind most, of like, an, event, an eventful early adulthood. Mm-hmm. You are this kind yeah. of person, I feel like. Like, you lived on a commune. I mean, I don't know. So I don't know if that's Right. I think I can uh, relate to what Lindsay wants to do mm-hmm. here. But start off by saying who you are. Okay, well, uh, I'm Dick Howler, and I am Lindsay's stepfather. Of half of my life or more. So basically one of my fathers, yes. The calm, relaxed (laughs) father in my family, yes. (laughs) Uh, So uh, you were saying that um, I could relate to it in part because of my own past, and I think that's there's something to that. I mean, I can understand the desire to do this, and uh, so I, I'm encouraging it, I would say. I feel yeah. very encouraged by you and my mother, yeah. You guys buy me the, the sleeping bag and the uh, cart. I would say you're encouraging me. Yeah. You know, if you're going to do it, you got to have the right stuff. That's right, and you guys have <laughs> definitely done that. Yeah. I gave you a book, and... I was like, yeah. hey, like, and you read that. Yep. And yeah. And I read that other one that was kind of a how to do it book. Oh, the, yeah. How to work across the country and not be an <laughs> asshole. Yeah. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Thank you, Tyler. Yes. Uh, great. Actually, it was very informative. And I bought the, um, like, you know, the non so odorous underwear from oh, that did? book. Yes, I did. It's a $35 piece of underwear. Thank you, Tyler. <laughs> I. <laughs> Which was actually very, that book was interesting because it was very easy for someone like me to read because it was a how Mm -hmm. you do it. Like I'm very good at instructions and I'm not good at listening to people's stories all the time. Yeah, but I've been really impressed because you never were a reader. I've never read a book. Yeah, until until now. (laughs) Yeah. I always got A's in English, never read a book. (laughs) Uh I have English teachers that hate it when I say that. Uh, yeah. And now you're you've become a reader. I am actually. I've read about fifteen books since I decided to walk across country, and I've probably read three books from cover to cover in my entire life. I even skimmed the Bernstein Bears <laughs> as a child. I don't know who to blame for that because I like. I mean, come on. Who do I blame for that? But yes, I did. I, I skimmed the goddamn beards. <laughs> uh, no, and you, I appreciate that you picked up Planet Walker. And I actually haven't finished that yet. John Francis, though, mm-hmm. who, um, and he did it for reasons completely separate, completely separate. But Nate Dam, another guy who I really care about, 
who walked across the country, um, walked across the country because of him. He talks about seeing this man's beautiful smile hmm. on National Geographic, and it's because he's been walking for like 20 years. Yeah. And he was like, why is that guy so happy? He looks homeless, and like he's got a backpack, and that's all the belongings he has, and he has the biggest smile, and he's got like a PhD and everything else, and it was like, he doesn't need anything else. Plays the banjo. Yes, he does. Actually, the banjo's on his uh, shoulder as he's walking in that picture and on the railroad tracks. But he doesn't need anything else. Right. One guy actually biked across the country. And he goes, I don't understand. All I saw was people mowing their lawns all the time. Hmm. So they work all week so that on Saturday and Sunday they can mow their lawns and like water them with water that they shouldn't be wasting and like fertilizing them and pruning stuff like so you work all week so that you can own this piece of property that you then have to upkeep that sounds awful and that was like a really yeah. big eye opener for me and i was like that sound that really does sound terrible like i don't i get living in a hundred square foot house and all that like yes i like indoor plumbing but like wow that's very interesting why do people do that so which was the book that influenced you the most, would you say? Peter, Peter Jenkins. Um, 1970s, he left from upstate New York and had decided, like, I'm doing this. He had just had a divorce, had his beautiful dog, mm -hmm. Husky or Malamute. He's like, we're doing this. They train, though. They train. Like, he was in really good shape. I am not. Backpack, nothing else. Mm -hmm. Left in, like, October. Went from upstate New York, went to National Geographic in D.C. His book blew my mind. He has two books, actually, because uh, The Walk West is his second book. He took about six to seven years through the whole thing because he worked. He said, I'm going to work my way across the country. A lot of it had to do with, like, the wars that were going on and everything else. And I'll never forget, there's one part, because there was a lot of, like, segregation and, like, racial stuff going on. And he said there's one time where he was in, like, Colorado... And there was a man who was bringing him up over this mountain. He was like, oh, fucking, you know, the N-word and plaques and this, that, and the other thing. And they get there. He's like, but don't worry. Jacob's going to take great care of you. And I, and he's an African-American. And Peter's like, all you've done is, like, slurred and been awful. But you think he's the greatest man on the planet. And he's an African-American. All you said was all these stories. He's like, wow. It really is just knowing people. Hmm. That's important. Like, just, like, meeting someone and having a conversation. It's not, color means nothing. It means something because of all the things he said before. But, like, when it comes to um, knowing a human, you don't judge. Everything in his mind went blank and he was jumbled and he was like, Wow, humans are good. Like humans, there there is a goodness, and that was one of those things of I want to meet everybody. So Dick, as so, my stepfather, yes, for you, you're seeing me from a different standpoint because like my mom, you know, she gave birth to me and she has to love me. <laughs> for you, I feel like you're an insider because like you've been my father to me for half of my life, but you're also an outsider. Is seeing me like you know Jake is your son. 
mm-hmm. um, who you have seen since birth, you know. Right. I'm it someone who you've seen as a punk little, like, you know, 13-year-old who was like, ah, uh, you know. So, like, for you. <laughs> a little attitude. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> of course, yeah. I, I, that I'll never lose. Um, for you, like, you've seen me grow up. You've mm-hmm. been to my track meets when my actual father wasn't. Um, you didn't understand soccer, but you went to my soccer games. Um, for you, as a fighter, you know, that I am, do you see me as being able to do this? Yeah. Absolutely. I yeah, I believe in you. Sorry. <laughs> I do. That was a hard question. That was the hardest question all night. <laughs> um Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you've got the kind of will. You know, <laughs> um, if you set your mind to something attitude. you're gonna do it. Absolutely. Stubbornness, uh, yeah. Yeah. Where did you get the idea? Well, remember we were in Colorado, or we were going to Colorado on the plane, and I'm looking down, it was very clear, like, not a lot of clouds, and I was like, oh my god, like, house, plantations, like, you know, emptiness, nothing, yeah. for, I was like, <sighs> and I said it to Tim, he was sitting next to me, and I was like, I need to, like, walk across the country, like, I have to know more. So, but that's amazing, though, that... so you came up with the idea of doing this, yeah, and only later you found out that other people had... Yes. Had actually done this. Oh, yeah. Immediately, I was like, (laughs) biking across the country. Nah, I don't want to bike. I don't know how to bike. I'm not a biker. You're a biker. I'm not a biker. I was like, ah, that sounds awful. And then I was like, (laughs) I I think I can walk, though. Like, I'm good at walking, you know? Like, biking's hard. If I have to lug all that weight behind me, that's a lot of work. Like, you could do it. I can't do it. And you're how old? 70. And to have broken all of your, like, a bunch of your ribs, like, riding a bike. Like, I'm not a bike rider. But um, walking is, and I'm not saying anyone who's ever done it. It's not easy. Uh, apparently, 10 people attempt it a year, and maybe three make it. Like, it's a very, like, oh, really? quotation mark kind of thing. Are you talking <laughs> yeah. about the walking thing? Yes, or the, the uh, walking. Huh. Biking, a lot more people do it. Because you can do it in, like, 60 to 80 days. Yeah. Uh, it's a little faster. I forget what the question though was originally. Oh, oh that said uh, that you got the idea before you read about anyone else doing it. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I Googled it and everything, and I looked up biking, how long it would take, and then I was like, what? Like a year? And then I found <laughs> Peter Jenkins, who is my hero. Actually, I was talking to a couple tonight at the bar that I work at, and uh, they were like, oh, I read that book. Well, <laughs> that's fantastic. So you know exactly why I want to do this. Wanderlust and uh, adventure. Like, didn't he almost die in the middle of the woods in a <laughs> snowstorm? I was like, all this is true. Yes. Uh, thank you for bringing up all the terrible things that could happen to me. They're like, well, we're just worried about you. We want you to come back and make me my perfect vodka martini. And I was like, well, I understand. No, there's something very beautiful about experiencing what's here. It's right around us. It's not hard to, like, be a part of it. Why not be a part of it? And that's kind of how I feel is uh, I feel like I've always been, I have to go to work even, you know, um, with you guys. You have parties, family parties and everything, and I miss them because I'm like, I have to be at work because I work, you know, the weekends and friends. I've lost friends because of my work and everything else. And um, it sucks, but then I'm like, well, that's 200 bucks. 
And it's like, where do you put the the money to the experience? And for the first time, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be making any money. <laughs> and I'm going to just be putting the experience in front of everything else in my life. And that feels awesome. Yeah. It feels freeing. It feels very like uh, freedom. It feels like freedom. And I don't feel like I've ever been free. I've always felt like I had school to go to and soccer practice and work. And talking about it a year ago was the first time I felt a little free. And now that it's like a month and a half away, I'm very scared. But I feel so free. Right. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. So turn in every week to hear her stories along the way as Lindsay walks across the USA. 